0: Good morning, guys. Um, Today, I want to remind you, um, not just today, every day. Don't forget to rest. Um, This is something that I've been really, really missing. Like, I've been missing this. Like, I've been just completely not resting, right? And I had to be honest with God. Like, I don't know how to rest. What does that even mean? Like, I don't... I've always... I'm always just doing something, Right? I'm always I'm so used to this process of, of cleansing, this process of just always doing something. And it's just like God was like, this is the most important part of the promise. This is mo- the most important part of, you know, showing me that you believe me that I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do is you resting. That is our faith in action. Actually, not you worrying, not you, you know, trying to figure out how not you. um just being anxious, becoming anxious about it. And God, is it going to happen today? Or God is, am I going to walk into that today? Like that is not resting. That is also not faith. That's not showing God that you believe him. Um, And that's why the, that's why the people of, um, the people of God, when he delivered them from Egypt, that's why they didn't deliver, they didn't enter into his rest because they were not only rebellious, but they were unbelieving. They were unbelieving. They didn't believe God. And I have, I'm going to give you guys some scriptures. Hebrews 4, um, one, it says now the promise of entering into God's rest is still for us today. So we must be extremely careful to ensure that we all embrace the fullness of that promise and not fail to experience it. We have a whole promise of rest. When God finished everything, finished making, you know, the world, he rested. After that, after everything was completed. And so it says that as well. It says God's um, God's works have all been completed from the foundation of the world. As it says in the scriptures, and on the seventh day, God rested from all his works. And again, as stated before, they will not enter into my rest. And so the rest is the place of resting has already been prepared for us. It's, I'm not talking about resting in peace when you did, I'm talking about resting in peace when you're alive. Um, and I didn't know how to do that. And I'm still learning how to do that. And I'm just like spinning my wheels and, 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 and it has been so strenuous. It's been a strenuous time, you know? And I'm like, God it's just been so strenuous for me. And he was just like, it's been strenuous because you refuse to rest. You're not resting. You, you refuse to rest. And then I had to confess, you know, um, some unbelief that I had as well. You know, that's the sin, the sin of unbelief. And I really wasn't trusting God like I thought I was because if you're trusting God, you're not going to be anxious. You're not going to be fidgety. You're not going to be every day thinking, oh, is today the day? Or it thinking, is today going to be the day where I get that promotion? Or, you know, you're not going to be anxious about it. You're going to be able to rest and trust God and say, God, I know you got, it. I know you got me. You know, I'm just going to rest. And so that's where I was, I was really missing it. Like even in, in my healing process, like there are things like I, I love to address things. I love to break things down. I love to, you know what I'm saying? I love to dissect things and I love to make sure that I'm addressing what I need to address what I'm being honest with, about what I need to be honest about and upfront with the Holy Spirit. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that, but we have to, we have to leave room for God you know, to just do things how he wants to do them. And we just sit back and we just rest. You know what I'm saying? Not all the time do you have to have your hands in your healing process, right? Not all the time do you have to have a say-so in your healing process. God will, if he want to supernaturally heal you from some stuff, let him do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Start learning how to rest and let him do the work. Let the Holy Spirit do the work. It's him doing it anyway, even when you participate, even when you cooperate, it's still him doing it. But I'm saying stop making it more strenuous on yourself by thinking you have to do everything or do, you know, what I'm saying do do something like you have a like you have all of the power to do something like no, the power comes from him. He is the one who's doing the work. We are just submitting. We are just being cooperative. Let let me tell you something. When you just cooperating, and the work already done, you don't need to you don't need to worry. You don't need to um be sitting up here being anxious. You don't need to be sitting up here saying, "Oh, I got so much stuff to be delivered from. I need I got so much stuff I got to do. I got so much stuff I got to get free from." All you doing is submitting. All you doing is cooperating. It's like it's like somebody saying, "Hey, come start a business with me." But the business, you know, I want you to be um. I want you to be my partner in this business, right? But the business is already started. The business is already booming. The business, it, they already got, everything is already set up. Everything is already covered. You ain't got all you, all you, all they doing is putting your name on it. That's it. All you doing, you get to experience all of the benefits. You know what I'm saying? The The business is already booming. All you got, all, all they want, they just want your name on the business. They just want you to be a part of it. You make a pro- you make and you get to make a profit from it, even though you didn't start it, even though you didn't, you didn't, you weren't a part of the, you know, the work that that needed to be put in in order to build the clientele in order to make it successful. You weren't a part of that. You just you just all you did was came along and you joined you joined forces with them and you put your name in with theirs and you got to benefit and reap the benefits of that business. Although you didn't start it and you weren't the reason why it was successful. That person pretty much had everything established before you even came along and you just came along and joined the establishment. Amen. So that's what it's like with the Holy Spirit when we partner with him. Okay. We it's already he, the work is already done. Okay. He already know how he going to deliver you. He already know how he going to free you. He already know how that thing is going to come up out of you. Okay. So all you got to do is cooperate while he just do He just does the work. That's all. That's it. That's it. It's not even hard to cooperate. It's not hard to, to submit. That's all we have to do. And then rest. Like, I just, I'm just, I had to repent. Just, I just repented all, like yesterday, all yesterday, just, just for, Lord, I, forgive me because I just didn't, I don't know how to rest. You know, I just need you to teach me how to rest. Teach me how to have my hands out of stuff, out of what you want, the work that you want to do, the work that you need to do. Teach me how to trust you, you know? And so, um, let me see if I have another scripture. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this is even better. So, uh, this is uh, Hebrews four eight. Now, if this promise of rest was fulfilled when Joshua brought the people into the land into the land, God wouldn't have spoken later of another rest yet to come. So we conclude that there is still a full and complete Sabbath rest waiting for believers to experience. And then Hebrews um, 4.10 says, as we enter into God's faith rest rest life, we cease from our own works just as God celebrates his finished works and rests in, in them. God celebrates his finished works and rest, and he rests. So we're so focused on what hasn't come to pass yet. We're so focused on what hasn't come to pass yet that we are missing the opportunity to rest. And it's like, if I've already done it and you believe that I've already done it, then just rest. You don't need to do nothing else but rest. All you need to do is trust me, but sometimes... The, um, the biggest thing, the biggest mistake we make when we're, when we're, um, believing or waiting on something is we, we try to go down a checklist of everything we need to get done. Right. We, 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 okay, God, I need to get free from this. I need to do this. I need to, my heart gotta be this way. I gotta do this. We, we, we do all of that. Right. But we don't rest. We do all everything, but rest. We got our mind constantly on that thing, our mind constantly, our mind constantly, you know, just spinning its wheels about how this is going to happen, when this is going to happen. You know, I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of doing this. I'm tired of doing that. And it's just like, well, if you're so tired, then just rest. Just trust me and rest. I got a rest available for you so you won't be tired. And, um, I just, I I had to repent too, because I'm like, God, and I was talking to him. I said, there's three things I just never want to be without. I don't want to be without joy. I don't want to be without peace. And I don't want to be without rest. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And that's a true statement. I know what it's like to not have joy and If you know what it's like to not have joy, have you ever just not had any joy? You're not happy. You're not joyful. You're not rejoicing. You literally have no strength. And all you want to do is sleep. All you want to do is is lay down. You really have no strength to do anything because the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's our strength. So without joy, you wonder why you fatigue. You wonder why you sluggish. You wonder why you just want to lay in bed all day. and You don't want to go nowhere. Now That's not even my thing, like I said god had to god has to tell me like you gotta stay home like you gotta rest because i like to be out you know and i like to take my son places i I just like to i like outside and you know god has to tell me like you have to rest you have to learn how to rest and it's not just a, a state of mind and a state of being for you but it's like physically too you do need to you need to learn how to rest but I'm not talking about resting. I'm talking about when you have no strength, your joy, you have no joy. Your joy is depleted. So therefore, when you have no joy, you have no strength and you fatigued and you just sluggish and you just sitting back and you ain't got when you got joy, you got pep in your step. Okay. when you got joy, you want to be outside. You want to be experiencing life. You know what I'm saying? That's that's somebody that has joy. You're not just sleeping your life away. You're not just fatigued and super sluggish and I can't do nothing because I just don't feel like it. And some people can mistake that for depression. It could be depression, but sometimes it's just you don't have no joy. And you need to ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I need need more joy. This is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. I need to be able to, I need this, this fruit to be developed in me. I can't be without it because I need my strength. Amen. And and you know what? And honestly, um, the opposite of joy is sadness. And sometimes, you know, sadness is depression. So honestly, yeah, you know, we wonder why those symptoms, like those symptoms, those side effects of not having joy, it's like your body is just worn out. Like you didn't been through a whole war and you ain't even did nothing. You know what I'm saying? Physically, you just feel physically drained, but that's because you have no joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. I didn't really understand the significance of that scripture. I quoted it all the time, but it's really meaningful. God was showing me that over the week. He was just like, when you have no joy, you're not going to have no strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. So if you don't have that, where your strength at? And it's just like, I was just like, God, I can't be without these three things. Like I cannot be without peace. I cannot be without joy. And I cannot be without rest. So these are the things that are significant and they are important to me. Like I have to, I have to get, I have to have these things. Um, let me see if that's it. Yeah. Well, that's all I got for y'all. I'm just like, man. I just reading, I was reading, and what brought me to this because God was showing me this uh, like a couple months ago. Like, I need you to rest, like, I need you to rest. He kept saying that. Then he told me that the other day, like, I need you to just rest. Like, I have you, I got you, just rest. And so, and then I, I'm like, let me, I'm just, I was starting reading Second Peter's, and then I um, reading, got into you know, Hebrews, and then um, I was just reading Hebrews from chapter one on, and then I came up on. Hebrews 4, and it was confirmation to everything that God had told me. I'm just like, (laughs) bro, I just really haven't been resting. Like I really been spinning my wheels. And, and that was why God brought to my attention, the fear, the anxiety, and the worry. Like, I need you to get, I need you to trust me to free you from those things because it's that, that's the enemy of your rest. Like anxiety and panic and um, fear and worry, worry. That's the enemy of your rest. Like I need you to rest. If you believe that it's done, you we always say that God, I thank you that it's already done. And I thank you. We always thanking him in prayer, but you thanking him in prayer because you believe that you're not asking him. You're thanking him because you believe that it's already done. So if you believe that it's already done, then when you leave your prayer, when, when you leave, you know, from praying, you should be just resting. If you believe that it's already done, but that's the problem. We we are we allow worry to creep creep in, we allow unbelief to creep in because we're looking at time, we're looking at time, and we're letting time discourage us when God created time. How are don't let something as small as time discourage you? And I know we say, well, how can you say something as small as time? Time is a big deal. To God it's not, it's just time. And if you have joy, and if you have peace, and if you have rest, then you won't even worry about the time. Honestly, all you be, you you'll be so focused on enjoying your enjoying the joy that you have, enjoying the peace that you have, and enjoying the rest that you won't even re, you won't even be tripping off of time. Or when it's gonna happen? What's happening to you while you waiting on when it's gonna happen? What's happening to your mind? What's happening to your to you mentally and emotionally? Are you are you um you know what I'm saying? Are you in are you at in a place of peace? Or are you just worrying and anxious and nervous and like what's happening to you while you are worried about when it's time to stop worrying and it's time to rest. And we need to some of some of you guys are gonna have to investigate where is this worry come from because some of it is a generational curse like he showed me showed me with me like it's a generational curse you you come from a bloodline full of people that worry you and you and it's time for you to break this curse off of you and your bloodline because i i need you to enter into the rest i need you to be able to trust me and believe me and i have to i'm in a place where i have to literally learn how to rest amen So I just wanted to leave that with you guys. You guys have a great day. Amen.